The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Ketubot has been dedicated by our dear friend Mr. Elliot Shasho. Hashem Yishmineu Vehayehu. May the Zikrut of the Limud of Masechet Ketubot stand for him that he should have Be'ajat Hashem, Ashana Tovam Borechet, Osher Ve'osher Ve'chavod, Shalom Bayit, Ve'atzlacha Be'chol Ma'asei Yadav, and Be'ajat Hashem may he continue to be a supporter of Torah and all holy uh, projects. Amen. Daf Yud Aleph. Today's daf is being studied in the Nishmat of Raham ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tenichana began Eden. Amen. Today's daf is being studied in the Fuat Shilema Yosef ben Sarah, Rahamin ben Adel, and Sarah bat Rahel. Inna refana lahem, inna refana lahem, inna refana lahem, for the nefesh of Fuat Aguf. Fuatam kirubala bo vechen yirasom venomar. Amen. Again, today's daf on Yud Aleph, Amud Rishon, and we start right at the Mishnah on the second line. Hagiyor. Talking about three different types of ladies. Giyoret is really a goya that converted. The Mefarshim say that we didn't want to call her a goya because we don't want to mention genai. So we refer to her as a giyoret. But really she's a goya shinitgaira. But we refer to her as a giyoret, meaning a convert. Shivuya, Shivuya is a lady that was taken into captivity. She's a full-fledged Jewish lady that was taken into captivity. And the oldest suspicion is that when she's taken into captivity, that the goyim defile her. That Shivcha, Shivcha is a Shivcha Kenaranit. Okay, now, what happened with these three ladies? Well, Shinivdu. Shinivdu is referring to the Shivuya. The one that was taken into captivity was redeemed. The Shinivgairu. That's the first case. That's the Goya that converted or the shifat that became free and now once she becomes free she's full-fledged Jewish now the Ritbah points out that why did it uh, switch the order around over here so the Ritbah says like this first of all in the beginning of the Mishnah it's giving you the order of Hibbatan there's nothing more Mehubat than the Giyoret she came from uh, Giyut and she became uh, Jewish now. So Giyoret is the top level. Then Shivuya, so Shivuya, she's Jewish. She was just taken to captivity, so she's the second level. And then the third level is Shifha, because she's really a Goya, and she's Shifha on the lower level, and then she became free. So it's giving an order of Hibbatan. First the Giyoret, then the Shivuya, full-fledged Jewish, and then you have the Shifha. Now on the reverse side, it starts the other way. It says Shinivdu, because it's a mitzvah to be put in Shivuyim. So if we discuss this Pidyon first, then Shinivdu, because it's a mitzvah also, let's say, in second order. It's not a hayyuv to do giyud. Therefore, puts that. And then shinish tahriru, because it's as soon really to free the shifha. So therefore, puts shinish tahriru last. Right? Because the pasuk really says, mm-hmm. Good. And anyway, what happened with these three ladies? Oh, we've given another condition. All of them are talking about they're less than three years old. Okay, the case was all these ladies were less than three. Ve'yomehad in one day. Ketubatan matayim. Their ketubah is 200. Why? Because they still have the status of betulah. Even though they might have been defiled. Because since they're less than three years old, we have the rule that what? 
the bitulin always comes back. And therefore, even if something happened to them less than three years old, doesn't matter. Right now that they're over three years old, the bitulin comes back, and therefore the Mishnah concludes, V'yesh lahem ta'anat bitulin. Which means the husband can have a ta'ana betulin. Which means when he marries, he's able to have a claim now. If he says, let's say, lo matzati betulin, it's a claim. Which means the nifl shall lose her ketubah, be considered a mekah ta'ut. Because really she's supposed to have a betulin. You could assume that she does have. And therefore, he marries a b'chazkat betula. And then when he doesn't find it, he can have a claim of ta'anat Bitulin. Now comes the Gemara and analyzes Amaravuna Ger Katan. Okay, you have a Ger. He's a minor, and it says of him Matbidin Oto Aldaat Bedin. So now they want to convert him. So the Rashi says he doesn't have a father. So therefore, the Hadush of the Gemara is that Betin becomes his father, so to speak. And therefore, they tovel him the Shem Gerut, Alpidat his father. As she says, him Enno Av, Vimo, Heviato, Det Kayer, Matbilin. De En Lecha Ger, Belo Mila, Vidmila. And I need Mila and Tevila. Alda'at Betin, Shelosha. You need at least three rabbis in the Betin. You push between that talk. You need cotton with that girl. Just like him, Shosha. They're like his father. Which means he's Jewish. Now, if coming up, he touches wine. It's not considered Yainesek. It's considered Yemagaw Kashet. Okay? Now, Kibbana says, Micah Mashmanan. What's the Hadush? Kibbana says, Dezachut Hulo. Vezachin Adam Shom Fanav. Maybe your time in the Hadush is that conversion is considered a zikut for a person. Now we have a rule, when something is beneficial to a person, you're able to do it even if it's not in front of him. <laughs> Classic case of Zakin Adam Shlomo would be, let's say I want to give somebody a gift. Okay, he's not around. So I go to a third party and say, do me a favor, I want you to accept this gift over on behalf of so-and-so. The second that third party accepts that gift, the other guy... Owns it. They tell me, what do you mean? But you make a Kenyan on it. We have a rule. Zakhin Adam Shalom Fanab. Something that's considered a privilege and a zikut for a person, you can even do it without his knowledge. So the Gibbara is saying, is that the Hadutrave of the Ger? Because this Ger Katanave has no Da'at. He's a Katan. So it's as if it's Shalom Fanab. Even if it's Bifanab, since he has no Da'at, it's a kid, it's like Shalom Fanab. So what's the Hadutrave of the Ger? That conversion is considered a zikut for him. And therefore, because he's coming to Afghan Fesh Shekhinah. And therefore, I'll say that, what? Betin is able to do it even Shalobifanab, meaning without his da'at, because of the rule of Zakhin. So comes the Gabriel, is that what you're teaching me? Well, Tanina, I know that already. Zakhin the Adam Shalobifanab, and Habib the Adam Shalobifanab. That's a standing rule already that we know throughout the Shas. That anytime it's a Zakhud for a person, you can do it Shalobifanab. Anytime it's a Hov for a person, which means it's, a, it's a, let's say, a detriment to the person or something not beneficial to the person, you cannot do it unless you have his. Permission. You cannot do it shalom b'fanav. For example, that would be uh, if, uh, let's say, uh, you owe somebody money, right? So a uh, guy comes to a third party and says, do me a favor, uh, you know, this guy owes me money. So, well, I'll pay it for him. And you pay, and then you go back to the guy and says, no, I paid you a debt. Yeah, I wish you to pay the debt. Well, that's Habib Nadab Shalom I need you to pay the debt for me. So therefore, the Gibran is saying, maybe that's the Hadush. You can tell me, Zakhir Nadab Shalom I know that already. No, ma'udetem ovet kuchavim bevkera nihale. This could be that conversion is not considered a zikhut. Because in Ovid, Ovid Kuchavim, he'd rather live a hefker life. Once he becomes Yehudi, he's limited on who's he allowed to go with. 
But when he's a goy, he has a hefkerut. So I might have thought, now you're limiting him. So therefore, it's a chopdim. Because he'd rather have hefkerut, he'd rather have a free fall. We have a rule. For sure, when it comes to avadim, an avad can go to shifha. So therefore, he loves it, because he has more hefkerut. So therefore, kamashmadan, to the hadush of the da'ani mile gadol. That only applies to Sevarav, uh, that the person likes to have kid. That's only by an adult. Why? The ta'am, ta'am de surah. Because he tasted already ta'am isur. If he's used to that lifestyle. However, But a minor, what does he know from hefkeru, going with things? That's therefore tame to zikhut. And therefore the adushes, you have no problem of zakhin adam, shelo befanav. Let's read Rashi. he grew up in Efkerut. However, this So now the bring a proof to what we just said from our Mishnah. שנפדו ושנתגיירו ושנשתחללו פעוטות מבנות שלוש שנים ויום אחד Right, we're talking about all these, uh, these, um, these people over here. One of them was a גיורת, right? And what we say that uh, they were either uh, freed or they were either uh, freed from captivity or they were uh, converted. So the Gemara says, my love, that belinu al da'at bedin. Ah, so must be, I, 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 she was less than three years old. So who converted her? So must be who's al da'at? Betin. So you see what? That Betin is able to convert uh, uh, Ketana. So the Gemara says, Lo, hachem ha'askinan, beger shenitgayiru banav ubnotav ammo. No, I thought there was a whole family. That there was a father over here and a mother, and they converted themselves. Now they're bringing their children as well to the uh, conversion as well. Because uh, it's beneficial to them. Their father's going to become a convert. Now, so for them, it's a benefit. You have no ra'ayah to this rule over here of Shlomo Fanav. Really, as if the father's doing it, you can assume that it's considered a, a benefit for them. And if you have no ra'ayah that I was talking about, not with the case, so it was just out be betting. You didn't need betting in this case. You had the father himself. Is uh, bringing the uh, bringing the child comes together and says, "Amar of Yosef, higdilu yecholim limhot hadush now." Which means, okay, you converted the kid when he's less than three years old. Fine. Conversion is a legal conversion. However, when he becomes of age, when he becomes a gadol, he can protest. He can come. He's thirteen years old. He comes along and says, "Oh, she's twelve years old. I'm out. I don't want the conversion." If she goes back to becoming a goya, means she she has to renounce. Renounce. Oh, she can. He can renounce it at the age of uh, of uh, gadlut. That she says, "Igdilu ketanim shidet gairu vafilu imabehem." Even if it was with their father, but they were ketanim. Yecholim lemachot rashi velomar i efshenu liyot gerim. Right, we don't want to be getting the Hosrim the Sudam. They go back to the old way. Which means you can't punish them, which means they're not considered Jewish. Even if we have the power. 
ואם כדי שאישה משמיחה, אין הסליחה גט להיות כסוי מומר. Which means, if let's say he made a kiddushin in the interim, so now when he renounces, he doesn't even need a get. Because we don't, even, we don't consider him a Yisrael that uh, is a mumar. Yisrael no. that's, let's say, rebellious. No. Then he's Yisrael, he's a get. This guy's not a Yisrael at all. Once he renounces it, he's going back to being a full-fledged uh, goy. Yeah. If he was Mekadesh lady in the interim, nothing. He just walks away, and it's over. So the Gemara says, Eti be'abayeh. So Abayeh asks a question on this principle about the renouncement. You have a girl, she converted less than three years old, right? So what do we say? That even if she was uh, defiled less than three years old, doesn't matter because the Betuin is going to come back. Therefore, if she gets married to a Israel after she converts, her Ketubah is going to be what? 200, right? So the Gemara says, When she gets to 12 years old, this girl, she's able to renounce, But we're going to give her a Ketubah payment that she's going to go now use as a Goya? Why would you give such a payment? Which is, what's going to happen now? That she gets divorced at, uh, at uh, 10 years old. Good. You give her 200. Now what happens? She comes 12 years old. I renounce. Now what you do? You give 200 to 200 zoos to a goy. So she can eat it when she's a goy. Yeah? Why would you give kituba payment to a, a girl that potentially can go revert back to uh, status? So comes the and says, Lechi gadla. Ah, the case we're talking about over here, we're talking about when she became a gedolah, uh, which means that she became a, 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 that's what she'll get a ketubah. Once she becomes a gedolah, so the gemara says, what do you mean? Lechi gedolah namem mimhayav nafka. What does that mean? When she becomes a gedolah, she can become and uh, renounce her uh, her, uh, her her Jewishness and then become like a goyam. The gemara says, no, kevan shigdila shachat. Once she becomes a for one second, she becomes 12 years old, right. and one second, and she doesn't renounce, mm-hmm. she has no ability to be mohair. So the case of the Mishnah is talking about over here, which means she became just 12 years old, she didn't say anything. Okay, 12 years old, I finished. She didn't say anything? She's Jewish. Then in that case, she got a ketubah. But in the case of the Mishnah, if she's not taking a 10 years old, I'm not going to give her a ketubah, because she's gonna, she has a chance to, 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 to revert. So she's, oh, the case of the she was a ketubah. Oh, I thought when she's going to let she can renounce. No, no, no. She only has a chance to renounce immediately. Immediately. What? The second she becomes 12 years old, she says, I'm out. But if she doesn't do that, then already she's considered you. And now already, even if she wants to renounce, she would be considered Yisrael Mumar. Now already she needs a get, she needs all the, uh, all the, uh, all the dinim. Comes and comes and says, that she says, the shuv ina yukhulal amchotem, she goes to Gedola, fi imni hata, hariki yisraelit, mumerit. The anish bechonot shebetin. That's like a full-fledged yisraelit that's uh, rebellious. She doesn't want to follow all the kot. Betik yiparashar. Okay, mativ rava, rava is a different question. Elu na'arot sheish lehem knas. Now we have a law over here that if a person goes with a uh, a lady, he's anest a lady, so he has to pay her a he rapes a lady, he has to pay her a penalty. What's the penalty? So the Torah says fifty kesef, right? Hamishim kesef. So now the Mishnah is going to list over here the following ladies if they're raped, if they're neenas, uh, they're subject to the penalty. They get the they have to get the knas. So it says now even though uh, the pasuk says what happens after. Uh, rape, 
says, if he has to take this lady as a wife to support her. Now, even though a mamzeret, he cannot, obviously cannot take her. Because she's a yeah, mamzeret, still the knas applies. Not only a mamzeret, but a netina. Netina is all those uh, people at the times of Yeshua ben Nun that um, they came in uh, to the Klai Israel and, it, and Yeshua ben Nun made them converts and they became chodve etzim. They became wood choppers and shuave mine, but they really don't have a lineage. The Alakutit was also converts uh, that uh, also in the times of, uh, of uh, the Nevi'im they came and they were uh, considered really not legitimate. Converts, ve'ala giyoret, that's a regular convert, ve'ala shivuyah, shivuyah, somebody was a captivity, ve'ala shivcha, or a shivcha, shinivdu, v'shinivgairu, v'shtachiru. All these ladies over here, if they had a onus, if they were raped, they get 50 kisim. Pechotam ibinot shaloshani v'yom echad, if they were less than three years old, yesh lahem knas. Even if they're less than three years old, let's take one case to crystallize. Giyoret, Less than three years old, raped. What's the deen? She gets uh, 50 kinas. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I asked the question, if you're saying that this kiyot, which comes to 12 years old, she's able to run out, you're going to give her 50 coins, what? So she can become a goya now and spend the money as a goya? How would you give money to somebody that potentially could be a kamei goya? So the Gemara says, same answer. I mean, we're talking about you give it to her when she becomes a gedola. So the Gemara asks the same question. The Chigadla Name Mimchayav Nafka. Well, you just told me when she becomes a Gedola, she, 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 she'll, uh, she'll renounce. So what do you mean? You tell me that she was uh, raped when she was a Gedola, so you give her 50. So what? You said when she's a Gedola, she can renounce. You're still giving her 50 to a potential Goya. Once she becomes a Gedola for one second, and she doesn't renounce, finish, she cannot renounce and all. So the case was talking about over there, she was less than three years old, right? And then she converted and all that. Then let's say she was, uh, she was raped, and she got uh, until when she was a Gedola. And the case was given, the reason why you give her 50 is because she didn't renounce right away when she became a Gedola. Once she doesn't renounce for the first second when she comes a Gedola, she considers full fledged. So what difference she gets the 50 coins? So now let's analyze. Abaye and Rava both asked questions on this principle. Abaye asked the question from the case of Ketubah. And Lava is the case, a question from the case of Knas. And each was asking a question. So the Gemara says, Abaye, Abaye that asked from uh, the case of Ketubah, Lo Amar Kerava, did not ask from Lava's case of Knas. Why? Hatam Knasa Hainu Ta'ma, Shelo Yechoten Niskar. So in that case over there, he says, pay the 50. Even pay the 50, even when she's a Ketana. You know why? I don't want the sinner to get rewarded. What are you going to tell me now? A guy raped a lady, right? You're going to say, you know what? Don't pay the 50 because when she becomes a Gedola, she has a potential to become a Goya. So therefore you're off the hook. So there's no way. I don't care if she's going to become a Goya. I don't want Chotein Iskar. I'm not going to let the sinner get rewarded. So therefore I'll be here and ask him that question. He says, that's not a question to me. Pay it. If she becomes a Goya, good, let it so much. So then you're right. Then she's going to spend the money as a Goya. But I'm not going to let you off the hook because she might become a Goya. In Kingdom Sachotein Iskar. Oh, Rabbah, no, Amar Now, Rabbah did not ask from the case of Ketubah. What was the case of Ketubah? Well, she was a Ketana, right? So you said that what? That if she was a Ketana, less than three years old when she became uh, a convert, then the guy marries her, he, and he divorces her, he pays a Ketubah 200. So he said, oh, what do you mean Ketubah 200? When she comes to Ketubah, she can become uh, Goya. Now, you're going to give a Goya 200, uh, 200 uh, Zeus? So the Gemara says that Rabbah didn't hold that that was a question. Why? 
ketubah, ain't tamashriya kalab be'ainav notziah. What's the reason of ketubah? Why, why do you have a payment of ketubah? So you don't make it easy on the husband to give a divorce. So therefore, at the time that he got married, she was Jewish. And therefore, the ketubah payment uh, serves its purpose. But she's, uh, you're right, she can renounce later on. But bottom line, at the time of the marriage, it serves its purpose. So therefore, we're going to say, you have to pay the ketubah, because the ketubah is to protect the marriage from, uh, from falling apart. So therefore, Rabbah did not ask from uh, that question of Abaye. Comes the next Mishnah, Hagadol Sheba'al Ketanah. What's the case of Gadol? What's a gadol? Let's say nine years old and up is considered a gadol by a male. That he went with a ketana. What's a ketana? Less than three years old. Okay, now she says, The bi'ah really not considered a bi'ah because the between always will come back. come back if it was broken less than three years old. Let's get the first case again. A gadol, that's a boy that's nine years old or more. Sheba ala ketana. Or now we go to the other case. Vekatan that's a katan that's somebody less than nine years old that went with a gedolah rashi katan pachot mitben tesha she'amru achirim en bi'ato bi'ah okay, so bi'ah is not really considered a bi'ah uba'ala gedolah umukat ayetz so you have a girl that's mukat ayetz what's mukat ayetz? literally she was hit with a stick that she says shenitka' la'ayetz go'oto makom which is the stick went in the place over there and it broke, broke the, the uh, betulim. So either, either all these cases over here, either she was a uh, she went she was a katana that went with a gadol, or she was a gedola that went with a katan, or she is a mukat etz. In all these cases, ketubatan matayim. Her ketubah is still two hundred. The very bimir. Now let's analyze Rashi. Ketubatam matayim. Im nasuli ish alechen. She got married after this. Lo avdu bekach ketubatam. They don't lose the ketubah. Im nasasetam. They don't perish laklum. Which means if they she got they got married setam. He didn't say bit no betulah and things like that. He didn't say I want to marry a betulah. He just married a setam. He didn't uh, specify that he wants a betulah. So therefore the deen is what these girls do not lose their ketubah. Uh, Comes the Mishnah continues. I'm about to see exactly all the cases. Mm-hmm. We understand that case, what she does a ketubah. Because she's really a betulah. Because the ketubah, the betulim will come back. That's not an uh, issue over here. And we have to understand, when, when it comes to the gedolah, uh, the rabbi our katan, well, his biyaz not a So his biyaz not a to consider that uh, she's not a betulah anymore, because she's not a biyah. And therefore, that's not an issue as well. And we've got, it's not considered she's be'ulah, it's not be'ah, so to speak. And therefore, she's still considered a betulah. We will see the Gemara. Comes the Gemara, continue. The Mishnah continues. Da'achamim omrim. Da'achamim come along and say. Mukat aetz ketubata maneh. They come and say, no, Mukat Ayetz, if she got hit over there with a uh, stick, the Ketubah is downgraded, and it is a, Mane, uh, it is only 100. Comes the Gemara, Mishnah continues, Betula Almana Girusha Bachalutza Minan Nisuim. Okay, girls of Betula. How is she Betula? Almana. She's a Betula, that's an Almana, because the Betula being Almana. Almana means she was married. 
and then the husband died. So that she says over here, it's talking about a case, she almanao girusha holotam mina nisuin, from marriage. Now what do you mean? She's marriage. So Yabara says, Kego nashi shinichnesa lehopa umed ba'la. They got married, so it's nisuin, right away before there was a bi'ah, he died. Therefore, she's a betula almana mina nisuin. Okay? Next case, that's betula almana or girusha. Or what? They got divorced. Got married, had chuppah and everything, there was a divorce. The halutza, or she was a halutza. Now, halutza is a case over here where uh, she's really a halutza and an almana. Because every halutza is almana. Because uh, uh, her husband uh, died, and therefore she's falling to Yibusi. We didn't have to give me this case of halutza, because she's included in the case of almana. And the Mephash would say that we, we gave this case because in the last Mishnah before, we gave a case of halutza that was necessary. So therefore, we gave the case of halutza this case as well. In any event, all these ladies over here, ketubatan mane. The Hadushas, even though they're betulot, but they have a deen of ketubah maneh. They have a deen of a be'ulah. Uh, so the Yerushalmi gives an interpretation over here, because they lose their hen, once already they made a nisu'in. So already they become downgraded, let's say, in the eyes of the second husband, and they're not the same anymore. They're, they're not used, but they got married. So therefore, the ketubah goes down. Ve'en la'em ta'anat betulin. Which means, he's not allowed to mafsid the husband. Cannot take away that hundred that he owes by saying what? That she's not a betula. We said the ketubah is a hundred, right? Now the next day of the wedding, the guy comes along and says, Hey, you're not even a betula. I'm not giving you nothing. I'm not even giving you the hundred. So no. She, she doesn't lose the hundred. She, she, he doesn't have a right to claim that she's a betula. Because once already there was a nisu'in, there's really no hazaka that she's a betula anymore. And therefore, he cannot be mafsid on a hundred. Because he'll come along the next day, come along and say, Mekah ta'utay, listen, you're not a betula, I'm not even giving you the hundred that they wrote down. No, he can't do that. Because by the way, she was married, so therefore you cannot uh, say for sure that she's a vitulana, and she was married. So therefore, okay, we give her the hundred because we downgrade it, but he cannot take away that hundred with a claim the next day of saying, ta'anat betulina, she, en yachod lafsida otamaneh velomar bihushkat betulana satikh. He can't say, listen, I married you, I thought you were a betula, and therefore it's mekah ta'ut, and therefore I'm taking away the hundred. He cannot do that. Comes the Mishnah and concludes and says, hagiyoret v'shivwa v'shivcha. Like those are the three cases, right? That's the Giyorit, that's the girl that converts. Shivuyaz, the lady that was in captivity, and the Shifha. Now again, let's review. We're always we're giving these three cases, because these are three types of ladies that you assume that they had Bi'ah. Goyot, Stam Goyaz, Bi'ah. Shivuyaz, defiled by the captive captives. And a Shifha, Shifha like Malazima. Um, so therefore, these three ladies normally are ladies that have a Bi'ah. What happens, Shinifdu? And they were taken out of the captivity, she converted, they were freed. Oh, if they were more than three years old, now it's a problem. Because more than three years old, the Betulina are not coming back. So what's the deal? They're downgraded to a Ketubah of only a hundred. Obviously, because they were more than three years old, and the Betulina does not come back. So that's exactly the opposite we said in the first one. The first one, we said less than three. They are considered Betulina. And therefore the Ketubah is 200. Mm-hmm. More than three, finished. Once, uh, and yet, again, the assumption that they had to be out. It's a right, this is what's being said. You have a, a convertist, a girl, she converts over three years old, finished, Ketubah is 100. Because she's Stam Goya, even three years old. You're assuming that what? 
Gedola. That means his bi'ah is not considered a bi'ah. Asa'ah mukat'it. So when he made that lady, it's no different than a mukat'it. It's as if like what? A stick went in that place over there and uh, broke the betulin. And therefore, let's go back to Amishnah. What do we say in Amishnah? That a... Mukat'ayetz, how much does she get? She gets a hundred. So you know what I'm saying? According to the Hachamim that say what? That a Mukat'ayet gets a hundred, so the Katan that goes with a Gedola, that's also considered like a Mukat'ayetz, she's not considered a Betulad. Right? That's the first thing that's Rav Yudan, the name of Rav. So when they said these words of Rav in front of Shemuel, he said, No, Amar in Mukat Eitz Bebasar. He said, No, you don't become a Mukat Eitz by Basar, which this was a Bi'ah. And the Mukat Eitz is a hundred. But Basar, which is there was a Bi'ah, that's not considered a Mukat Eitz, therefore she still will get to two hundred. Okay, so he's making a haluk between a Mukat Eitz Shemuel and a. And a. And a uh, exactly. Look at the top uh, Tosfot. Shmuel Amar in Mukat Eitz Basar. Now, what do you mean? But she had a Bi'ah. So the Tosfot says, Beloy Shid Betulin Aidi. Talking about over here, you didn't see any Betulin come out. Which means if a guy, a kid has a bi'ah with a, with a, with a, with a gedola. If you tell me you see Bitulin coming out, what do you tell me? She has, she has a dinner with Bitulin, she has 200? She's not going to be worse than a Mukat'et. So Tosfot says the case we're talking about over here is where the Katan went with the gedola. But what? You didn't see any Hasharat Bitulin. So the Shemuel is telling you over there, this case over here, that is not even a mukatet. And if we're a mukatet, Scott Achim gets a hundred. This katan goes on the katan gets even two hundred. So that's the machlok. And how do we, this again, let's crystallize. The machlok we have over between Rav and Shemuel, it's actually Rav Yehuda, the name of Rav, or Rav Yehuda, the name of Shemuel, is how do you classify a katan that goes with a gedola? You consider it like a mukat'ayetz? Or not a mukat'ayetz? Some have the same statement, Rav and Shua, but alone, without the Yudah's preface. And if how they have it, Katana ba'ala gedola, Rav amar, Asa'a mukat'ayetz, as din of a mukat'ayetz, Shmuel amar, in mukat'ayetz, babasar. So it's the same mahluk, and just take away the Yudah, amar Rav. Some have it straight, Rav and Shmuel. Comes the... Bashi. Asa'a mukat'ayetz, right? That's according to Rav. Nehi de'en bi'ato bi'ah. You're right. We know we know the bi'ah of a less than a nine-year-old. It's not a bi'ah. Bi'ulogara me'etzanetka. It's not worse than a stick that uh, went in there. Or the banan de'pidig ya mukat'ayetz. Just like the rabbi said. Ba'i mukat'ayetz kutumata maneh. Now, v'chen ne'anyan kuen gadol. There'll be another nafkamina. The gabei kohen gadol detnan. We learned in Yibamot lo yisait mukatetz. She's a kohen gadol has married betula. So the gemara says he cannot marry mukatetz. So if you tell me that a katan that had relations with a gedola is like a mukatetz, we nafkamina that kohen gadol would not be allowed to marry as well. 
Then Shmuel came along and said next to she in mukat etz bebasar adam vei beula lo avia mukat etz nami leta, which means if she's not considered a beula, she's not considered a mukat etz. If it's not a bia, it's not a mukat etz as well. Okay. Now the Gemara is going to start to analyze. I guess the machloka between Rab and Shmuel. How do you consider the bia of a katan? Comes the Gemara and says mativ Rab or Shariyan. Rab or Shariyan brings a question from our. Mishnah. <laughs> The ketubah is 100. Good. Now, from the fact that you see our Mishnah, it lists two separate cases. It lists the case of mukata'its, and it lists the case of what? A katan that goes with a gedolah. So you see that it is considered two different cases. Now, and what? The achamim came along, and they argued on mukata'its. Correct? Only on Mukat'etz. Correct. Right? Which is mashma. Obviously, Mukat'etz is not the same as Katan that went with a Gedolah. So, therefore, it's a question. How could you tell me, Rav, that you tell me that a Katan that goes with a Gedolah has a deen of a Mukat'etz? Because Tanakam lists the three cases. Rabbi Mikal says, listen, when it comes to Mukat'etz, I only I argue with you. So comes the Gemara and says, Amar Rava. Rava comes along and says, Achi Amar. This is what the Mishnah means to say. So we're restructuring the Mishnah. Gadol haba ala ketana. Now you have a Gadol that goes with a ketana. So that case over there is Velo Kelum. In that case over there, this is nothing even according to the Hachamim. Why? The pachot mikan, because when a guy goes with a ketana, it's nothing. It comes back. Kenoten etzbab be'ayin dameh. It's like a guy putting his finger in the eye, which means what happens? Let's say you have a, a, a tear, right, that comes out. So you lost the tear when you when you, when you put the finger in the eye, a tear comes out. So what? Another tear will come right after that, and tears will regenerate. So therefore, the same thing when a person goes with a, a girl less than three years old, it's no ten That even though you lost the tear, the tear will, will will come back. So therefore, according to the Mishnah, we're giving the cases now. Tanakama and Hakamim will hold. Gadol went with a ketana less than three, nothing. Which means you did nothing. Which means she's fine. Two hundred ketubah. She's a betula. The gamri. Continue. The katan. Haba ala gedola asaag mukat etz. Oh, so Tanakama's language was a katan that went with a gedola. That's like a mukat etz. Oh, so Tanakama is making it the same, like Rav said. Oh, and then the Mishnah says, Umukat etz gufa, and you should know. The Mukat etz itself, Luktad Rimi Ibn Abaran. It's a look between Rimi Ibn Abaran. What do you say? Is it on 200 or 100? But it'll be so the therefore, same. it's the same. Yeah. So therefore, t- there's three cases, right? But three, two of them are the same. The first case is where Gawar with a Ketana. Gawar with a Ketana, everybody agrees. Lokinu, he did nothing, it's coming back. That's Kenutin, it's Babayin. The second case of Mishnah is what? A Gadol. 
went with a, sorry, a, 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 a katan went with a gedola. So in that case, the Mishnah is saying that that's like a mukat etz. Now, whenever we say by mukat etz, we'll say what it happens to be mukat etz is machlokin. That's why I'm going to tell you about it. So therefore, Rav is fine in the Mishnah because we're comparing, yes, mukat etz and a uh, katan that went with a gedola. Comes Gibran says, then what's explained the Mishnah now? Good. Want to explain the Mishnah? Amar Rabbi Benhamma, Rabbi Benhamma calls mahaloke. This is what Rabbi Benhamim by case of mukat etz. Oh, the case is talking where he knew, the Hatan knew wow. that she was a Mukat'ez before he even got engaged. Mm. It was known. Now what's the Sevara? The Rabbi Meir compares the Mukat'ez to a Bogeret. Now what's a Bogeret? That's a Bogeret we say is a girl, let's say at 12 years old and 6 months. So once a girl becomes a bogeret, we learned the masikat bitulin and yabamot that already a bitulin dries up. It becomes, uh, it goes away. That's why we said, for example, kohen gadol cannot marry a bogeret because already once she gets to the bogeret stage, already there's no uh, there's no bitulin. So therefore, he compares uh, what he compares a mukat to what to the case of a bogeret. Now what's the uh, what's the din? Now even though let's say she doesn't have a bitulin a bogeret, the din is a bogeret gets two hundred. So therefore, because there's no biyah, mm. it happened uh, naturally. Yeah. So therefore, just like a bulgarian, she's 12 and 6, even though we know that the bitulin disappeared, still the deen is when you get married, uh, what's the deen? 200, so the same thing with Kata'ez, she didn't do anything, therefore say that she gets uh, 200. <laughs> However, the rabbi say no, 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 it's like a bi'ula. And therefore, just like a bi'ula is 100, so he gets 100. Abal oh. But let's say he didn't know. That's the way he knew. So let's say a guy knows he's marrying a bi'ula. What's the deen? 100. So you know you're marrying a bi'ula. Hakamim come along and say 100. But let's say he didn't know. So then already, Everybody says, she gets nothing. It's a mekah ta'ud. It's a mistake. You're married. You think she's a bi'ula. Now all of a sudden you get married, you realize she had mukat'ez. Even Hakamim, everyone's going to say what? In that case, even Rabbi Meir, everyone says what? None. Zero. Now the Gemara explains. Zero. Rabbi Meir, you're saying that a mukat'ez gets 200. Amai midamira le bogeret. Why are you comparing it to a bogeret? Nidamya le be'ula. Compare it to a be'ula. So the Gemara says a big difference. Be'ula it abid ba ma'aseh bide adam. A be'ula, she was tainted by a human being. Here, a stick went in there. Nothing, no, no man tainted her. So therefore, you cannot compare a mukat'etz to a be'ula. No, you can't compare it to bogeret, because bogeret is natural. It happened by itself. No man went in. Bogeret is probably yeah, disappeared. It happened by itself. But she a be'ula, tainted by a man. So that's why he compares a mukat'etz to a... Bogeret. Mm-hmm. Now, 
why each rabbi compares a mukat to the respective case, either a be'ula, because Muhammad there is a ma'aseh, or he considered to a bogeret, where it was not ma'aseh Adam. Comes the Gemara and says, well, you just told me that Rami Bar Hama said, about Loikirba, in a case where you were not Makim, you didn't know that she was a Mukataet before the Erusin, the Devreakol, the Lokelum. You tell me, everybody else, nothing, it's a Mekahtaut, it's a mistake, and if we can get out of the marriage, they gotta pay even a, 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 a one thing, nothing. Matib Rav Nachman, so he asks a question, so I'm asking a question from a Mishnah later on, and the case of it is talking about where a guy married a lady, and she was a Bahaskat Betulin. She had a she thought she was a Betulin, and then what happened over there, you found out that she was not. So what's the case, Mishnah? He omered Mukat Etzani. And she's coming along and saying, hey listen, uh, I know I don't have a, a Betulin, but it's because I was Mukat Etz. Yeah, there, 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 was a, there was a wood. Behu Omer, no. Ki elat derusat ishat. Right, she's coming and saying, no, no, it wasn't Mukat Etz. You went around with some other man. So therefore, what's the deen? The deen is... The bank of the Verbili, Ezer Omrim, Ne'emenet. That she's what? Ne'emenet, that she is a Mukat Etz. Now what do you mean Ne'emenet? That means she's Ne'emenet, obviously, to get a payment. Right? So if you're telling me now that when she's a Mukat Etz, and it was a false pretense, he didn't know, she gets nothing. What do you mean she gets something? I mean, Maswa. She gets something. The case was he didn't know anything. Fourth pretense. Oh, yeah. And he's coming along and saying, Oh, And she's coming along and saying, No, Mukatis. So the green is, she's believed, meaning to what? To get payment. So you see that what? Even if it's no Akirba, and she becomes a Mukatis, she is there, man, and she gets a uh, payment. Look at that she. That she says, Vehu Omer Loki Ela Dirusat Ishat. Now, nothing. But now we see from the Mishnah later on, no, the case was no Ikirba, I got married to Meshkat Betula, and all of a sudden she comes along and says, no, I'm a Mukat Etz. Okay, Mukat Etz, Ne'eminet. And Ne'eminet for what? 100, 200, bottom line, there's a payment, so it's a question, I mean, how can I go against a Bifarush Mishnah? So the Gibbara says, fine. Ela Amarava. So Rava has to re-explain uh, re, re, uh, the, uh, the case of it. Rava says, Ben Ikirba, Ben Lo Ikirba. Whether he knew or whether he didn't know that she was Mukatis before he got married, let be meir matayim. He's a koyt to be meir. It's always going to be two hundred. Now let a banan ekirba mane lo ekirba velokinum. Which is the rabbis are going to make a haluk between ekirba and not ekirba. Rabbis are going to say if he knew about it, then we'll say Mukatis gets. 
A hundred. Loikirba, then he's gonna say no kedum. Now let's understand what Rava exactly did over here. Let's read Rashi. Ela. Amar Rava, le Rabbi Mir ben Ekirba, ben lo kirba matayim. Umatniti, the Mishnah. Diktani hi omer mukat etzani. The case we just said, the Mishnah. Where she's coming, he's, he's saying, you're a be'ulah. She's coming along and saying, no, I'm a mukat etz. Bekat tab'am matayim. And she wants 200. The bimi'iri. I'll tell you that Mishnah later on is the bimi'iri. That's what it says, ne'emenet. Ne'emenet means whether it was a kirba, no kirba, even no kirba. Because according to Hakamim, no kirba is zero. So if we have to explain that Mishnah that said Ne'emenet is the Bimi'ir in the case of Lo'e Kirba, because she's getting something. Good, she gets 200. So the Mishnah later on that said Ne'emenet is going according to the Bimi'ir, Alibad, the way Rabbah is learning, right? Now, the Rabbanan, next Rashi, the Rabbanan, Ekirba, Mane. Okay, if you knew about it, then Mane. Umatnitin dehacha, our Mishnah, diktari vachamim umrim, mukat etz, mane kishekirba. Good. Our Mishnah that said, Rabbanan al mukat etz is a hundred. That's a case where what? He knew when he got married. He knew she was a mukat etz, and therefore a hundred. Next, Lashi, loe kirba velo kelum. If he didn't know, according to this, he gets zero. Lashi, vealomatsinu le memar le bimir, he kirba matayim loe kirba mane. Now, she just before, uh, the, uh, 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 is answering a question over that you might have. What's this question? Maybe the Bimi'ir you'll argue holds 200 in Ikir and 100 in no Ikir. So he says you can't say that. Because if you're holding it's a Mekah Ta'ut, so therefore you should get nothing. If you're not holding it to make ta'ut, you should get everything. So therefore, it is right, it's easier is You can get split it. So therefore, we're not going to make it between 200 and 100. It's 200 across the board. Ben Ekir, Ben Loki. But in the Rabbanan, which we are making a haluk, we're saying Ekir ba 100. No Ekir ba, we're saying nothing. And the Gibran is going to analyze. Comes the and says, Hadar ben Rava. Rava retracted. He came along and said, no. He didn't like the way he interpreted the Hakamim. Where it's a kirba, it's a hundred, and low kirba is nothing. Why? How do you know Rava retracted? Netanya. Right, because according to Rava, in the case of low kirba and the rabbis, you get nothing. What do you mean she gets nothing? It's a mekah ta'ut. She's the guy, got married, he thought that what she was a betula. Right? Lord Kippur, he didn't know anything. All of a sudden he finds out that what? She's a mukat'etz. Hakamim say what? Zero. What do you mean zero? Meaning it's a false pretense, the same as So, mekat'aut. So, Ravad comes along now and retract. How do you know he retracted? Detanya. Because we have a braita. What does it say, the braita? Ketzad hotsa'at shemra. Okay, what's the case of a Shmutzi Shemra? That's the case over here where, let's say, a person uh, comes to Betin and he comes along and says, I was with the daughter, there's no Betin. So that's a Shemra because he's disparaging the, 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 the lady, the name. And the deen is he has to pay a hundred kesef. The Torah penalizes him if he's found out to be uh, uh, guilty, he has to pay a hundred. So the Gibbara wants to know, Ketzad Otsa'at Shemra. 
Now, there's two punishments here, by the way. He has to pay a uh, hundred if he's lying, and if he's telling the truth, then she gets sikira. Wow. Because she's saying, saying that she was not uh, faithful. So what, 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 how did these cases wow. happen? So comes the Gemara and says, Ba'alibiddin. Yeah, husband wow. comes to the Bittin. Ve'amar peloni, which means... He tells to the father, Lo matzati libetecha betulim. Didn't find betulim. Im yesh aidim shizintat tahtav. Now if he can produce witnesses that she committed zidut after the erusin, yesh la ketuba maneh. So she gets ketuba of a hundred. So the Gemara says, what are you talking about? Im yesh aidim shizintat tahtav bat sekilahi. We told me she gets ketubah for hundred. If you have witnesses that saw that she committed slut after the she's not getting no ketubah. Adrabah, she gets sikila. What kind of statement you making over here? So Gemara says, okay, you're right. Haki kamar, haki kamar. Im yesh edim shizintat tachtav. If indeed there were witnesses, the sikila. Then of course she gets sikila. But let's say they find out that in the Khirami she had Zanut. But the Zanut was done before the Irusin. So then the deen is Yeshla Kituba Maneh. Then already she loses the Kituba of 200, because she's not a Bitula, but she'll get a Kituba of a 100. What do you come out from this deen? Kenasa Bi'iskat Bitula. You married her, you thought she was a betula. Vinimset, beula, yeshna maneh. So, so therefore you see that she doesn't lose the whole ketuba. What was this case over here? The guy married her, thought she was a betula. Right? Next day comes the petin, no matzata betecha betulin. Right? And they can't prove that it was after Erusin. Because if they proved it after Erusin, she's done. She's got sikila. They proved what? That it was before the Erusin. But what do you see? That even though it was a false pretense, he thought she was a betula, and he was, she was a really a betula. She just downgraded to a hundred. Now continue. After this statement was made, Umatib Rav Nachman. So Rav Nachman asked on Rav Sheshat because Rav Sheshat uh, was the one that made this diuk. Rav Sheshat was the one that heard this case of the Shemra. And he said, "From here, I learn that when there's a false pretense case, she gets downgraded to a hundred. Oh, so Rav Nachman, when he heard Rav Sheshat's law, he asked the question. What was his question? From the following Mishnah, Hanose etaisha velo matzala betulin." He omitted Mishirastani Neenasti. New case. Guy gets married, right? He comes along and says, Listen, I didn't find the Betulin. She comes along, Listen, what can I do? I was raped. But I was raped after I was engaged to you. And therefore, now rape does not was said on the husband. And therefore, it's your mazal, which I tell you. Once I got, uh, it's, it's, it's like, once you bought the field, the field got flooded. So it's your mazal, uh, your mazal uh, caused it over there. <laughs> exactly, the field got uh, flooded. And therefore, I'm not losing my ketubah. It's your fault. I get 200. And he comes along and says, no. Ki ela he comes and what are you talking about? You got uh, raped before. Yeah. And this is a false pretense. I thought you were a betula, and you were not. Oh, what does it say? On his side of the claim, she gets nothing. So you see what? In a case where it was a false pretense, it's zero. How are you telling me, Rav Sheshat, that it's downgraded to a hundred? From here it's Masma, on his side of the claim, Nothing. She gets nothing. Well, his claim is what? So it happened before the marriage. 
Finish. I, I thought you were a betulah. This is false pretense. You were really a betulah. I'm not giving you anything. Uh-huh. Oh, so that's a question. Now, if you cannot go against a uh, mishnah. The Amar lehu. Oh, Reb Hiyabar Abin. Reb Hiyabar Abin tells Reb Nachman. After Reb Nachman asked this question, right? So he tells Reb Nachman. If Shar Rav Abram bechol gedolei Adon yetbe ki Amar of Sheshat lehashmata vekasha lehu. Which means, you think that this is a question. When you ask this, when they, you ask this question against Rav Sheshat, who is Rav Sheshat sitting with? All the Hachamim. But you, th- you think they never answered to this question? Or you think they just answered this question to Rav Sheshat and he, uh, he didn't answer? For sure, there's a simple answer between his statement of false pretense and the question that you're asking. I'll tell you. Veshan, you know what he answered? My mekah ta'ut mematayim. Aval mane itla ve'at amart let la klal. Very good. Go to the case of the Mishnah, right? The case of the Mishnah was what? He comes along and says, "Listen, you're uh, you, be, you're, you were tainted. It's a mekah ta'ut, and uh, it happened before we were uh, married. If we came living on my mazal, and what's the language of the Mishnah? The language of the Mishnah is mekah ta'ut." So it says, doesn't say how much. It says mekah ta'ut. Now, we understood mekah ta'ut means zero. That's our understanding. So the, they tell the Abdachman, what do you mean? When the Abshishat was probably asked the question, he answered, no, when it says mekah ta'ut, it means she doesn't get 200, she gets 100. Which means there's a way to answer. You, you assume when you read that Mishnah... It says what? She's coming along and saying, no, 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 it was after I got engaged, and he's coming along and saying that it was before. It's a mekah ta'ut. So by the way, when you heard the words mekah ta'ut, you said mekah means she gets zero. She asked the question. What do you mean, Jah? So you said you get downgraded to 100. Then Fishat will answer you. Then Fishat will say, what do you mean mekah ta'ut? The mekah ta'ut is what? That she's not deserving of 200, but she's still deserving of 100. So that was consistent. That when there's a mekah ta'ut, he thinks she's a betulah, and she's not a betula. Hundreds of people. What are you asking this uh, question, right? Yeah. Oh, we continue. We're still, we're still analyzing. And the Abad came along and said, Man de kamotiv shapir kamotiv. He says, no. The one that was asking the question, Rav Dahman, his question is a good question. Mekah ta'ut legamri mashma. So when it says mekah ta'ut, it's mashma, the whole thing was a mistake. And therefore it's not a false pretense. Therefore it's mashma, you get nothing. Okay, so Rava, good. So you don't want to answer like that. But you have a question. One case it says a hundred, and one case it says nothing. So Rava, you don't accept that answer. You're coming along and you're saying, listen, it says, Mekah Ta'ud, is what it says. So if I answer it, so it says, Tarid I'll answer like this. If you had Aydin that committed Znut, why didn't you see Shemra? That already, Beskila. Zinta mi'ikara. Now, if you have, let's say, witnesses that what that can prove that it was zinta mi'ikara, then already, velokidu. Then I'll say he gets nothing because it's a false pretense. However, nimset mukatayet. Oh, in a case where you found out that she was a mukatayet and he didn't know, yes, like a mane, which means Rabbah is coming along giving three situations now. Let's review the three situations of Rabbah. 
Witnesses that know she was in Tatahtaf, don't finish. That's already Sikila, in Maladabe, nothing to talk about. Mm-hmm. Or you have witnesses that say she was in Ta before, so that's a regular Mekhtaut now. That's a regular case of Mekhtaut and Klum, and that's why the, the Mishnah later on said when there's a, a, a false pretense, in yeah. that Klum. Oh, what's the case where you're going to tell me over here that Rafsha uh, Shah will tell me that you get a hundred? Because Rafsha Shah said the case where you get a hundred. Now, that's the case where she was in Mukhtaets, which means. It was no Akirba, he thought she was a Betula. Okay. And then what, if he gets mad, realizes, well, it wasn't Znut, okay. it was a Mukatav, the stick one over there. So the Yesh and that's according to, obviously, the rabbis. Oh, so what do you see now? Let's stop for a second. This was all Rabba's Pirush. Originally, Rabba was the one that said that according to the rabbis, in a case where it's a false pretense, you get nothing. Yeah. Now we must say that Rabba retracted. Because Rabbah obviously is talking in the opinion of the rabbis. Because according to Rabbi Meir, you get 200 hours. Ben Ekirba, Ben No Ekirba, Rabbi Meir says, Mukataish, you always get 200. But here now Rabbah is coming along and saying what? That in the case of No Ekirba by Mukataish, you get 100. Oh, who that must be going like? The banan. Oh, so you see, must be Rabbah retracted. And therefore Rabbah will go like this. For the Bimi'ir, Ben Ekirba, Ben No Ekirba, if she's a Mukat Etz, 200. Rabbanan are going to come along and say what? Ekirba, 200. Which if he knew from the beginning. Okay, no, of course, no, 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 no problem. However, Lo Ekirba, that'll be 100. And that's Amishtaf. Amishtaf that says that, I can even say Mukat Etz is 100. It's Lo Ekirba. Comes the Gemara and says, Ve'arava, and the Gemara is just finishing the, the proof. See what? That he must have indeed retracted. And therefore that is the uh, conclusion what comes out of the sugya. Uh, that what? According to Rabbi Nabanan, comes out, Mukat Aetz, if let's say he knew already going in, knew going in is 200. So if he agrees with Rabbi Meir. Yeah. So the only case he argues is on a mukat eds that let's say lo hekirba. When Rabbi Meir says lo hekirba, okay. Because Rabbi Meir compares her to what a bogeret, and just like a bogeret gets two hundred, even though she doesn't have a betulim, uh, because uh, there was no mahaseh that took place with the human being. So to this, but I can say no, 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 no. The case where let's say she was mukat eds and it was lo hekirba, and he didn't know that from the beginning, and already it's only. A hundred Baruch Adonai Le'olam Amen Amen